0: Hello and welcome back to In Bed with Lucy Season 3, the raw and uncensored place where we are free to discuss the nitty-gritties of the adult industry. Now I just need to quickly run through my disclaimer. Everything I discuss is of my own opinion, and it does not reflect on the community at large, as everyone experiences sex work differently. This podcast is rated R18+, and may contain explicit language and make references to sexual assault drug and alcohol, self-harm, domestic violence, and other triggers not limited to the previous mentioned. If this doesn't fit, then please kindly stop now. For the rest, your exits are here, here, and here, so make sure to keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times, and let's put this baby in D for drag, and let's go. Well, welcome back, kids. Mama is home. (laughs) Fuck man, I have not had any motherfucking luck with recording this story time podcast. If it wasn't the fucking first episode where I lost all the data and then the second episode every time I recorded five minutes, it decided to say audio failed and it was glitching and it took me about a week of troubleshooting in order to be able to get the application working again to be able to record part two. Do you have any idea how much anxiety this whole exercise has caused me? Anyway, I am here and I have persevered, and we will continue on with story time two. So, <laughs> listening back to story time one, I realise I went on a bit of a tandy towards the end. I did share a couple of stories with you, but I really want to focus on basically just telling you a lot of stories of things that have happened to me while being a sex worker. So, I'm probably going to start like I've categorized my stories I'm going to put them in texts and emails and then I'm going to go into actual physical session stuff so I wanted to talk about um basically as a sex worker you're always going to be faced with multiple kinks and fetishes and you know requests and all those types of things however it will not ever there will never really be a circumstance where you will be taken back by a Request. However, I feel like there are some people out there that want that title to be the most, uh, I guess, outrageous um, request because, in a way, it's probably just humor to them or a joke or something along those lines. But um, yeah, anyway, so I'm going to start off with this one inquiry that I've actually recently received, and I have received the exact email twice. I haven't responded to either of them. I have responded to the second one saying no, just simple. No, but it basically went along the lines where they expressed that him or their partners, I don't know him, her, it just said a partner have a shaving head fetish. They were not specific in regards to whether the fetish was getting their heads shaved or shaving other people's heads anyway. Reading that email straight away, I knew it was a cut and paste email that was sent to, which I could tell multiple people. And as a sex worker, you will find that you will get a lot of cut and paste emails that are just basically the exact same email over and over again. You'll even see it on social media. Lots of people air them because we think it's kind of funny. But um, yeah, the shaving head thing, I don't know where they're getting off with you know, with that kink because I don't understand people that would actually allow people to shave their heads. Like, I would probably, and this is actually a no over-exaggeration, if they wanted to shave my head that, old, I would charge $100 million for it. Not 100000 No, 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 $100 million it would be to be able to shave my head. Because you'll also have to pay for all the ongoing costs and things going like that. So I understand there are fetishes out there, but this is just, I could tell straight away, it was just a shit talker. So there's no time or wasted needed going into that. But yeah, those are the type inquiries that you will get. I've had people going, oh yeah, I want to have a booking where I just talk about getting you pregnant, which is totally fine. Everyone has a fetish, but that booking never actually pulled through. See, all these people that actually come through with outrageous fetishes and and huge things, once you turn around and go, yeah, no worries, gone. All they wanted was to be able to get a reaction. One thing that I find extremely frustrating as a sex worker is people fucking messaging me for really fucking stupid questions and stupid answers. Like I would beg to differ with the saying that there is no such thing as a stupid fucking question, but I guarantee you there is such thing as a fucking stupid question. For example, I have multiple profiles out there where I have ads. So I have ads with companies that advertise independent sex workers. Generally majority of how the ads works is that they're sorted in location. So if someone was in Brisbane looking for Brisbane escorts, I wouldn't come up in Brisbane unless I was touring there or there, whatever. Uh, It's just the way that it works. I, on multiple occasions, get people asking me where I'm located. Like, bro, you literally had to be on my location to be able to find me. And on all your profiles, your location is basically the first thing that comes up with your name and contact details. I think contact details don't even come up straight away. You actually have to go into the profile, go scroll all the way down to the bottom, bypass all the information that you would need straight away. You would have to bypass the rates, the information that you need. You would have to bypass the location, the information that you need, in order to get the contact information to call me or message me. The amount of people that say to me, the most stupidest questions that I honestly cannot even put myself in a perspective to make it reasonable will be somewhat of a common occurrence daily, weekly, monthly for the rest of your motherfucking life. So, really, this is the reason why we use cut and paste, hence, you know, trolls use cut and paste too, but we use cut and paste for people that ask fucking dumbass questions like that. Anyway, moving right along. Another thing that came through my phone, and this actually happens on a regular basis, is people saying that they are not a serial killer because they're white, middle-aged, and married. Well, does Ted Bundy ring a bell at all? White, middle-aged, married. Like, I don't know where you're going with this point, but the amount of people that associate you and them being a serial killer are not a serial killer for a multitude of reasons White, white being one of those is it's kind of funny on my end I don't know if it's funny for you but imagine working in a bank and someone leaning over and being like oh don't worry I'm not going to rob you I'm white middle-aged and married (laughs) isn't that generally white middle-aged men that do rob banks out of curiosity. Like, I don't understand what your whiteness or your melon has to do with the price of fucking cows in Africa. Look, I just don't get it. But anyway. Oh, fuck, there was that guy. Go- oh, wait. So I had this client, right? I seen him in the early stages of my career, and I actually hadn't seen him for a while. Um, he dropped off and then came back a couple of years later. And he actually had reached out to me and said, look, listen, it's my birthday tomorrow. Um, I would like to have someone out, you know, a book. It said, I would like to go out for dinner. You know, no sex involved. I just want to have a good night. And I wrote back, you know, hey, how are you going? Yep, love to celebrate your birthday with you. I wish I had more time. You know, I could organise something with you. Um, you'll need to be um, flexible with the times because being such short notice, you're going to have to blend in with my bookings. And he then turned around and he goes, oh, not, um, no, I just, you know, I just wanted something, you know, really easy and whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Do you not realize that it's like going to Woolworths and saying, look, I just want to get some products. I don't want to eat them. But whatever happens, you know, if I cook with it and whatever happens, happens, you know, but I don't want to pay for them if that's okay. No, that's actually not okay, motherfucker. How about you take the audacity, your audacity, and go fuck yourself? He then proceeds to turn around and say to me, oh, I have a $1,000 for you to spend the night with me. Now, I'm not insulting anyone or anything, but a $1,000 would literally get you an hour and a half with me. That's it. An hour and a half of my motherfucking time. Barely just, you know what I mean? A $1,000 is not a night with me. It's so fucking insulting when these fucking peasants come at you with the audacity to say, oh, no, I don't want anything complicated. No. Has go fuck yourself. So what I then proceeded to do was I then invoiced him for the time that I spent talking to him for wasting my time. He's now blacklisted, but that's OK because I still get my money. I invoiced him and when he didn't pay, I then sold it to debt collectors because I have a Pty Ltd. You want to fuck with a fucking company, a private company, honey? Well you'll be sent a fucking bill. The fucking audacity of of people. Honestly. I don't give a fuck if it's your if it's your birthday. Where's okay, it's my birthday. Now I want a hundred thousand. That's what I want. That's my regulations for a good night. Where the fuck is my money? Cunt. Oh, the fucking audacity. Oh, I always get regular threats of violence, and in fact, there is a guy that's known, he's a fuckwit, he's actually known within the community and he's been blocked, um, he will send me threats basically along the lines that they will book me and then assault me, which I wish them all the best with that because you have no idea what I'm armed with or what I have for self-defense and I wish them the best of luck because you're coming at me with physical threats of violence. Well. I definitely do take that quite seriously and I don't take it personally, but I do take it quite seriously and I will defend myself. And if, if ending your life is part of that, I have absolutely no fucking problem doing that either. You know, in the end of the day, you want to come into my home and assault me. I have every right to end your motherfucking life. So to them, what do I say? Challenge you fucking run at me. Another thing that I would like to make mention of is the amount of men that walk this earth that can't handle rejection. Now, women can also not be able to handle rejection, but the amount of potential clients that I have rejected purely because I know by their attitude that we're not a suited mix, how they turn and handle rejection is so hilarious. I've dead set seen children handle rejection better. There is a guy going around. He sent me a message, reached out for a booking for a service that's not available. And it's clearly stated that it's not available to new clients. It is only available to existing clients. He asked for that. And I said, you know, no, you can't have that service. Good luck. I wish you all the best. He then asked for a different service, but, you know, I didn't really like the communications that he was sending me. I didn't like the vibe that he was giving me. I felt straight away that he wasn't for me. So I just declined the booking, and then he proceeded to turn around going, oh, you're a rich bitch, you're a fucking snob, you're stuck up, Um, good luck running your business, that type of attitude, good luck um, with business. And he was getting really nasty, and because I wasn't reacting, it was then escalating his behavior to a point where he even admittedly carried on like a total fuckwit. He then proceeded to say, well, at least I don't have to sell my ass to make money. So you know what? Since you want to get fucking nasty, I want to turn around and say the exact same thing to you. At least you're, I don't have to pay for sex. You're the one fucking paying for it. What's worse, the chicken or the egg or the egg or the chicken? Either way, either way that you fucking look at the situation, bruh, who's worse, the one buying the consumer or the fucking provider? So that made me, you know, that pissed me right off. And then he's realised that he, you know, he said some things that he shouldn't have had. But, you know, in the end of the day, that just goes to show true colours. When someone gets rejected, they cannot handle that. And that happens on a regular basis. The amount of men that turn around and go, fucking whore, fucking slut, at least I have to fucking film more fucking pussy, can't, can't. You are such a sore fucking loser. This is the result. Of fragile masculinity. This is the result of fathers or mothers teaching their boys to not carry on like a girl. Fragile, you know, masculinity. It's it's fucking just so apparent when you become a sex worker. How many people out there are walking around with such fragile, fragile masculinities. It's just... so then, I'm gonna move on to me losing it to to people. You know, there are so many times where I'd like to think that I'm cool, calm, and collect, and I don't like to let people react to me. But you know, there are. There's a certain point when you're not a pushover. You know, so there have been points where I've worked, like I've basically just fought back with a fucking exact same weapon they want to fight with. You want to fight me, motherfucker? I'm gonna fight back. But I never invest too much of my energy. I will. Even reacting is not good, but there have been times where I've been like, you know what? You can actually physically and mentally go fuck yourself and I'm going to fuck your mum in the process. I'll fuck your sister. I'll fuck your cousin. I'll fuck your missus. I'll fuck your next missus. I'm going to fuck all of them. I'll fuck your ex the lot. Like dead set. You just get to a point with some people where you're like, are you fucking normal cunt? Like what the fuck is wrong with your head? What, What were you dropped on your head as a child? Or or were you king hit? Which one was it for being a dickhead? Like, I don't actually get it. So I do lose it at a lot of fucking motherfuckers that, you know, just come at me with bullshit, fucking bull, you know, just absolute fucking crap and threats and all this kind of shit. Because in the end of the day, people that come at you with this type of aggression and shit They have actual problems with themselves, and I know that I can actually trigger it because if they're coming at me with bullshit, I will trigger the deepest and darkest trauma. That's the kind of fucking motherfucker that I am. Like, if I'm going to fucking go at you, I'm going to go at you deep. I'm going to make it count. I ain't going for no fucking soft blows. You want to fuck with me? I will fuck with you. (laughs) All right, moving on to a request. Oh, Common requests that I always get. Do you have any idea how many fucking men out there want to be pegged? No, I'm just curious. Do you fucking know how many guys are out there that want to be pegged? The amount of fucking requests that I get for strap-on services is actually phenomenal. I don't provide those services anymore like I used to. I used to enjoy that kind of thing. I still do um, anal play on my clients. But the amount of fucking requests for anal uh which is fine which is great that's where your g-spot is but i mean like full full full-on pegging the amount of requests that i get for that is actually phenomenal i don't provide those services and i don't even give off the vibe that i do provide those services but so in the end of the day i kind of feel like are these motherfuckers trolling me it's like asking for fucking vanilla ice cream from a and Or you can, like, no, like you're not getting vanilla ice cream from a rainbow ice cream bar, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it doesn't stop people actually asking for it. And even DOM services. DOM services are huge. A lot of men out there just, you know, I find that it's people in, in large roles that seek the relaxation of being a submissive. So I get a lot of requests for DOM services. And I've even had someone in my private life even reach out to me for Dom services. And um, it was kind of weird because I knew the person and they weren't what I thought I would be able to execute that kind of task. But, yeah, you'd be very, very surprised of the genre of people that are interested in pegging and being a, um, a submissive and being dominated and even doing slave tasks for me in order to sexually arouse them is so common. But it's just like I said, it's something that I don't uh, I don't provide. So I don't understand why the, they even reach out to me to begin with because I'm not even comfortable with that. So I'm not saying that it's not good. No, Every, there are certain things that are amazing, but I'm just not comfortable doing them at work. You know what I mean? I have a, a thing that I like to do. But yeah, the amount of requests that I get for pegging is through the roof. And there have been times where I have done anal with clients, like not on me, but on them, right? And I've been kind of jealous over how much cock they can take in their ass because I like to dabble in a little bit of, you know, that kind of play. You know what I'm saying? And I know how tight... Personally, I am. Even when I'm completely relaxed, like, it's just one of those things. I have had people that have taken cocks so big that I am left crying in a corner, jealous, envious, saying, why? Why can you take it and why can't I? Why has God punished me with the tightest pussy and the tightest ass? I just want to be able to take a fat dick. Is that too much to fucking ask for? (laughs) No, really. Like, sometimes I'm actually quite taken back. By the amount of fucking girth these motherfuckers can take, so I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'll peg you, but I'm jealous. Okay, so moving on to stories. um, Like, okay, so this actually didn't happen at work. This happened well before I was a sex worker, like years and years before I was a sex worker. Like, a maybe like a couple, three years before I was a sex worker, but I found it like a really fucking funny story, but it is fucking gross. But, you know, Payback is a bitch, you know, so this is your trigger warning that if you don't want to hear stuff that may make you want to vomit your meal up, I suggest you just fast forward the next five minutes. But anyway, so before I became a sex worker, obviously I left my long-term relationship that I was telling you about a few of my other episodes anyway i'd actually started seeing this guy and i can't obviously tell you who it was but so the person so i want them to know who they were it was the person that claimed to have called my mother to tell them about me being a sex worker even though she already knew i was a sex worker but they're going around telling people that they told my mother personally well that person if you're listening this story is about you so anyway I was seeing him for about oh, car about like 11 months or something like that, or maybe a year. Anyway, towards the end, um, he was actually cheating on me and I knew about it because I actually had access into his messenger. It was because he logged in on my iPad <laughs> and for some reason didn't log out and there was all these messages. So I found out he was actually cheating on me, which I didn't really care about because I was in a part of my life where I was kind of like, you know, whatever. Anyway, he was cheating on me and it got kind of embarrassing because he was cheating on me so much, but then still coming back and like, literally he proposed to me out of fear. Like he literally proposed because he was so scared that I was finally just, you know, telling him to fuck off. Anyway, towards the end, he was cheating on me again and his sister actually had told me about it. And I thought, you know what? This motherfucker has gotten away with a good time for too long. And he was fucking privileged to even be in the same fucking room as me, let alone have the privilege to think that he was cheating on me. So I was actually fucking one of my main doms at the same time that I was with this guy. But, you know, I I didn't feel guilty about it because I knew he was cheating on me. You know, this is exactly how it goes. You know, this is this is an all too common fucking story. Anyway, towards the end, when I was fucking one of my doms, I didn't suspect that I was actually going to see that guy that I'm talking about. Um, I didn't suspect that I was going to see him that particular day. Anyway, so I'm fucking one of my doms. Anyway, I get a message and he goes, I'm on my way over. Meanwhile, I'm full fucking raw dogging this guy. And I'm, like, I've been with this dom. So my dom I've actually been on and off with since I was 18. So... Um, yes, I was in that long-term relationship. We didn't see each other while I was in that relationship, but we have technically been on and off since the age of 18, and we only just stopped seeing each other when I became a sex worker because he actually moved away. Anyway, moral of the story was I was fucking him, had the best fucking orgasms. I'm talking fucking come down my throat, in my hair, and fucking in my ass, all over me. Anyway, this guy comes over, um, the guy that I'm talking about, and the Dom was leaving my place at the exact same time and the and the guy that I was seeing walks in and goes hey I just seen that guy leave and I was like oh did you really oh he must have been doing some landscape work so I made up a story saying that he may have possibly been there for some body corporate work he believed it meanwhile this guy that was cheating on me I thought you know what fuck you for everything that you have put me through fuck you fuck your dog fuck your sister fuck everything about you eat my cunt and fucking enjoy it yeah yeah that's right guy that's right you ate my pussy right after daddy dom fucked me did you enjoy it did it taste good suck fucking shit revenge is a fucking bitch you know what i'm saying? So, let's just say, you got your just desserts, so fuck you, and uh, I hope you have a nice day. Speaking about people that like to fuck up all the time, so I've got this one fucking client, right, that dead set books me, right, for two, three hours, and every single time he fucking books me, his wife shows up. He's actually booked me to his home. He's booked me to his brother-in-law's home. I didn't know any of this. He's a regular. So I'm just, if I've seen him a few times, well, then what's the big deal? You know what I mean? Do you know how many times his fucking wife has showed up when I've showed up? It's actually got to the point where it's a joke. And I've actually said to my client, unfortunately, you're actually going to have to come and see me because I'm not risking every single time I go to one of your locations, your wife always shows up. And he literally doesn't care. He's just like, oh, just wait right there. I'll get rid of her. And then we can continue. I'm like, are you serious? Are you okay? Like, I'm fucking shooting myself that your wife just showed up and you don't even care. And you've actually got someone asleep, like your brother-in-law in in another room, and you're worried that they're going to wake up and catch us. Meanwhile, you've booked, oh my God, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that actually happens. I've had people invite me to their family homes. I've actually seen on one occasion my photo in their house of when I was a fairy. Yes. (laughs) What the fuck? Imagine walking in to a booking and randomly seeing your photo with their kids. Like, is this a joke? Is this kind of camera? Like, when when are the cameras popping up? (laughs) So, Another thing that I want to mention is that, you know, coke dick, it is a thing and we actually have like a code for it, you know, for coke dick. I actually, um, had this booking with these two guys. Um, it was a male, male, female booking and they booked me for like three hours, but wanted to extend, but I didn't want to extend because they both had literal coke dick. It's like sucking a flaccid condom with literally nothing in it for three hours. And they can just like eat pussy for three hours. It was literally the worst booking of my whole entire life. And in fact, that I didn't want to actually extend (laughs) is huge because that's a huge booking. That's like double pay per hour. And I'm already on an amazing rate. So to be able to, you know, to turn that down. Anyway, I I found out later on of uh, some other workers that they actually ended up going to a brothel and stayed there until like six in the morning and literally just kept With their flaccid cock and we all and we actually just sat there and fucking pissed ourselves laughing over their inverted cocks and how fucking painful the booking was and you know what i'm glad that i did reject the extension because then those those girls wouldn't have got those hours that they did even though they were fucking painful hours it was still work so yeah that is fucked it's really fucked when you do coke dick like i hate doing that shit um like, I hate doing those clients because it's just not even enjoyable. Like, let's just sit and chat then. Like, if you want to do coke, then there's not really much you can deal with your dick after that. And whatever you do to me while you're on coke is painful because you're not thinking straight and it's not enjoyable. So, I won't even allow you to do anything to me. So, it just kills the mood. Also, we know when you've had Viagra or when you've used numbing sprays. Like, we just know. It's thing in the industry you know guys think that they can take it use it and think that they've gotten away with it it doesn't benefit anyone because you're not feeling anything you're not enjoying it and you're lasting too long we're not enjoying it fucking us for an hour straight or two hours or three hours straight is not enjoyable uh how about i get your asshole and just fucking ram that even with a pencil for three hours i'm sure it would hurt like isn't your cock saw maybe because they're on viagra and stuff they can't in the numbings they can't feel it But, yeah, we know when you have had it and it's just don't do it because you're ruining it for you and we don't really give a fuck. Like, so, yeah, we don't want to be fucked for an hour. Well, some people do. I personally don't. Sounding. (laughs) So sounding is a thing. Sounding is when you use, like, metal rods mainly and things like that to insert down the urethra of the person and on some occasions, you can actually use electrodes. So sounding with, you know, pulses and electrodes. So believe it or not, that's, that's hugely common. And I had one client that was hugely into sounding because he actually suffers from quite severe disabilities and um, requires constant care. And he actually gets procedures where he gets catheters put in and things like that. And, down his throat and he found that he really enjoyed it. So that's how his fetish for sounding had actually evolved. And yeah, it's one of those things that you need a strong stomach for, like to be able to do that um, takes a lot of guts, you know, because it's one of those things that if things do go wrong, you know, you do kind of. It can potentially be bad but yeah no sounding is actually hugely common and it's something that i have done and still do and something that you could possibly look into after this episode so if you want to know what sounding is just google it and um you'll be enlightened because there's a lot there to read but yeah sounding is hugely fucking popular so it's one of those things Anyway, I hope this episode has been very enlightening. I hope you've enjoyed some of my grotesque stories. Sorry about that last gross story, but you know what? Fuck him. Fuck it. Revenge is sweet. So I hope you have a beautiful day and I love you all. And on that note, I shall bid you all farewell. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed your stay and I look forward to speaking with you all again soon. Don't forget to follow my Facebook page, In Bed With Lucy. And I also have an Instagram and my handle is I Love Lucy Wollongong. One word. I also have a Twitter account, Lucy Price AUS. One word. Until then, stay safe, be true to yourself and always be kind to others.